Welcome to the Old Fashioned On Purpose podcast. So this is a topic that I've actually talked to a number of you about via email or on social media, but I thought it was time to shed some light on it in a slightly more public venue today because it is a phenomenon that is all too common and we do not talk about it as much as we should. What do you do when the people around you, the people who are closest to you, either aren't impressed or are maybe downright against your homesteading dreams. We're diving into this topic in today's episode. Here we go. I'm your host, Jill Winger, and this is the podcast for the trailblazers, the mavericks, the makers, the homesteaders, the modern pioneers, or the backyard farmers. If you find yourself disenchanted with conformity and you like to swim upstream while the rest of society rides the river of least resistance, well, you have found your tribe. Hey friends, I'm interrupting this episode for just a sec because I know a lot of you are planning on expanding your homestead efforts this year and you are in need of some supplies. Because it's more important than ever to be supporting small businesses, I wanted to tell you about one of my favorites, Layman's Hardware. Trust me, if you're listening to this podcast, then I guarantee that Layman's is pretty much your dream store. They're all about supporting old-fashioned people like us, and they carry everything from kitchen supplies to canning equipment to gardening tools and everything in between. I have yet to find any homesteading supply store as comprehensive as they are. And guess what? They are offering a special discount on all of their baking supplies just for my listeners. Use code JILLMAY when you check out to save 10% on anything in the baking category. So head on over to theprairiehomestead.com slash layman's, L-E-H-M-A-N-S, check out all they have to offer and take advantage of your coupon. Now back to the show. Okay. So this is how this phenomenon usually goes. See if this sounds familiar. You get an idea, might be a business venture. It might be a new hobby. Maybe you want to go back to school to get some more education. Maybe you're going to put a garden in the front yard, get the chickens, make the sourdough bread. Doesn't matter, but you are pumped. You can barely sleep at night. This passion is bubbling up inside you. You feel like you have found at least maybe all or part of your life's work here in front of you. So naturally, you can't wait to tell the world. Maybe you post it on Facebook, you tell your spouse, you tell your family, you tell your friend groups, and nobody cares. Or worse, they kind of think you're dumb for doing this, and they're not afraid to tell you right? Have you ever been there? Because I am raising my hand. I sure have. It's disorienting. It's discouraging. And it can really make you second guess everything you're doing. You wonder if you made a mistake. You should just skip it. You should just go back to being normal like everybody else. Maybe you're crazy after all. Now, Obviously, this phenomenon is not unique to homesteading. We're talking about it in kind of a homestead context for this episode's purpose, but it happens everywhere. It is actually very much human nature. 
Anytime a human dares to step outside of the herd to not conform in an area that is expected to be ripe with conformity or wants to be different, the rest of the herd tends to not appreciate that, at least at first. So it happens. I just want you to know this is, this is common, okay? You are not alone. In fact, I've alluded to this before, but this is actually the reason that I started the Prairie Homestead blog way back 10 years ago. Um, I'd like to say that I had this grand revelation of what I was going to create with this business, but it's real. That's really not what happened. Uh, what actually happened is I discovered compost piles and goats and chickens, and it lit me up so much that I literally couldn't sleep. Like something about this idea of homesteading called to me. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to over dramatize it, but it like called to me. I knew it was something I was supposed to be doing. And I naturally wanted to share that with other people and tell them, Oh my gosh, I'm making yogurt this weekend. Or we went and got some chickens or I'm bringing home goats. And I felt very much dismissed, I think would be the word from the people around me. Um, I didn't have anyone who was necessarily overtly discouraging, but I kind of got this sense of everyone like patting me on the head going, oh, that's nice. Good for you, little Jill. And it made me so angry. <laughs> that's partially some of my personality coming out. I tend to little be a little bit fiery and I want other people to be passionate with me, which isn't always a reasonable request, but it really um, spurred me on to figure out, hey, if these people around me aren't going to support me, who will? Where can I find my people? I'm going to rally a tribe that gets me and understands this passion. And that's why I started the blog way back when. Um, so yeah, it's one of those instances of the roadblock in front of you becoming part of your path or the mess becoming part of the message. But anyway, all that to say, I get it. I've been there more than once. Uh, in fact, whenever we start something new to this day, I just ex kind of expect the people around us to not take it seriously or to dismiss us a little bit at first. It's just kind of normal to me now. And I know they'll, they'll take notice eventually. And it, honestly, at this point, I don't even care if they take notice because I know why I'm doing the things we're doing. But that's a rabbit trail for another day. But anyway, um, one of my favorite illustrations for this is called Crabs in a Bucket. And you may have heard this before. I did not invent it, but it gives a fantastic um, mental picture. So first off, I need to clarify, I have never had a bucket of crabs. So I don't know if this is what really happens in the crab bucket world. But this, the uh, little illustration goes like this. You have a bucket of crabs, you know, five gallon bucket, you're carrying them along the beach. If one crab decides he's going for an escape, he's climbing up the sides, he's going to better his life and get out of the bucket. The other crabs will do everything they can to grab him and pull him back down to the bottom of the bucket. Even if his goal is to better his life, to escape, to get away from whatever imminent doom may be coming their way, they don't care. They'd rather him just stay down there with them. And I think that illustrates human nature so clearly. Uh, and you probably, if you've 
experience that. You can relate when you're picturing the crabs and the people who've tried to pull you down and discourage you from doing the thing uh, that you feel driven or passionate about doing. But here's what I want you to remember, my friend. If you are the crab who's trying to get out and people are hanging on your legs, trying to pull you back down and tell you to sit down, shut up and just be normal. It says more about them than it does about you. Unfortunately, most adult humans have given up on their own dreams. They've given up on creativity. They've given up on the idea of being able to become more or do the thing that lit them up when they were a child or a young adult. And they've bought into this idea that all there is, is to just put your head down, do the job that you feel at best moderately okay with and wait to retire and just stay in your lane. That is a idea that society perpetuates heavily. And it's hard. I'm not, I'm not picking on people who are like that or in that mindset because it's very hard to see or get outside of that. But those are the folks who maybe their passions have been crushed at a different point in their life, or they're not living the way they really want to be living. They're the ones who tend to be the loudest crabs in the bucket. And when we push outside of that conformity, when we do the thing that's calling to us, it maybe is a little bit weird, but it lights us up and we know we're supposed to be doing it. Inadvertently, it shines a magnifying glass on the people who aren't living the way they really want to live. And I know you don't do that on purpose. You're not trying to make other people feel bad, but it just happens, which is why you will get that pushback from people around you. And yes, sometimes even family. Sometimes family is the worst, actually, because family knows you sometimes more intimately than other people, and they can only see you or perceive you in a certain way. And when you decide you're going to shift yourself, you're going to grow yourself, you're going to develop those pieces of yourself that into what you feel called to be or called to do. I've seen it even in the in family that means well, they're not trying to be negative, but it makes them uncomfortable to think of you becoming someone different. And they try to kind of push you about going in the box. They try to push you back in the box and say, no, 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 you're not that person. You're this, you stay down here. You're this. And again, it's not always out of um, negativity or nastiness. Sometimes it's what they are, trying, it's how they're trying to show love in their own way, but it doesn't feel like love to us. So if that is you, if you are going through that now, or you've gone through it in the past, I hear you, I feel you, I see you, and you are not alone. And I want to remind you that anyone who's ever done something great, any inventor or thought leader or just leader who has brought new ideas into a culture they faced massive opposition at first from their family, from their friends, from the public. Like think about the inventors, Edison, the Wright brothers. They were ridiculed. Their inventions were downplayed. People made fun of them. And I'm not saying we're necessarily inventing a light bulb, although some of you may be doing the equivalent, right? But even when we're making sourdough bread or choosing not to buy processed foods or trying to figure out how to turn our lawn into a garden, we're pushing back against cultural norms. And they're norms for a reason, right? Humans don't like change. 
It makes us uncomfortable. It threatens the herd. It threatens that primal survival part of our brain. Some people call it the lizard brain. It just kind of reacts out of very basic needs. And when we change, it threatens that part. It kind of sends off warning signals. And so when you put yourself out there, you're probably going to be criticized at first. And the interesting thing is, is oftentimes eventually society will come around, right? Obviously light bulbs caught on. They decided that Edison wasn't so crazy after all. And that's happened over and over again. And we even can see that in homesteading a little bit. When I first started venturing into the world of chickens or homemade tortillas or whatever, it was way weirder 10 years ago than it is now. Uh, But don't be surprised if sometimes when you're doing something different, if you're doing something crazy in your circles of friends and family, you're still going to get some pushback. So here are some of my tips for just dealing with that and overcoming it and working through it. Now, the good news is I think that the process of identifying this, feeling the feelings and coming out the other side with a plan is actually going to develop you into a person um, that is more confident, that knows why they're doing what they're doing. It's, it's a good thing. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a good thing. I don't want you to see it as just a bad thing when you come up against opposition because opposition helps you figure out where you're going and why you're going there. But when it makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable at first, which is normal, remember that people around you don't have to be passionate about what you're doing in order for you to pursue what's calling to you. Basically, they don't have to give you permission. You can do that. If you know you're supposed to do this thing, start the business, get the education, you know, plant the seeds, whatever, you don't need the permission of the herd in order to do these things. It's about being true to what you feel called to do. And for me, it's been this process of basically, I don't know of an eloquent way to say this, I embrace being the weirdo. It's actually become my identity, which honestly, now I'm more comfortable being the weirdo in a group than I am being the normal one in a group. But you kind of have to go there. You kind of have to be like, yeah, I am your weird friend that makes bread and yogurt in her kitchen love you. And this is who I am. And this is how I'm going to be. And I'm not going to change that because of what other people say. Right. And having that attitude goes a long way. And eventually here's the good news, at least in my case, people get used to it. (laughs) The people can get used to anything. Right. And so when you stick with it and you show that consistency and, um, it's not this shot in the, or what is it? Shot in the pan. Flash in the pan. There you go. That's what I meant to say. I was like, that doesn't sound right. It's not a flash in the pan hobby and you stick with it and show commitment to this idea or this passion. People generally come around to it. And I've, I've seen that happen repeatedly in my own life. But honestly, by that time, I don't really care if they come around because I'm doing it for me and I'm not doing it for them. And I think that's how it should be. On a more practical example, if we're talking homesteading specifically, do what you're going to do, right? Even if they think it's weird. And then you can be a little bit sneaky in sharing the benefits with them. So give them some fresh eggs, give them some fresh vegetables, make them some bread, um, have them over for supper, share the lifestyle, invite them to embrace it. Don't force it down their throat. They may be uncomfortable with farm fresh eggs. I have known people like that. They may be uncomfortable with 
the, the chicken you butchered, that's okay. Don't, don't force it on them, but offer it and show them the benefits of this lifestyle and this passion you're choosing. And I think that applies to spouses as well. Um, Christian has always been, he, he's never been discouraging of what I wanted to do, but back in the very, very beginning, when I was looking at compost piles and goats, he was, I call it raised eyebrows, not surprisingly, kind of like, eh, I'm not sure about this. Um, so for me, it was just this process of, I decided I was going to do everything I could with the cooking and the, the gardening and everything that I could do on my own. And uh, food, I just got to say food works wonders, right? <laughs> for For all people to change their mind. But as I continued on this passion and got better at cooking and more skilled and more knowledgeable, he really started to come around. And he, like I said, he wasn't ever against it, but there was just definitely that point of time at the beginning that he was not super into it. So hopefully that's a little bit of encouragement. If you have a spouse who isn't feeling the homestead life that you are so drawn to, um, do what you can where you are. Maybe they're not in, they're not going to put a stamp of approval on moving to 60 acres out in the middle of nowhere, but you can still cook. You can still do some little things and start to show them that you're committed and let them enjoy the harvest and the benefits with you. And I think that goes a long, long way. And just, I think in wrapping this up, I want you to know that it takes someone who has some grit to do this homestead thing. And that's why I, highlight that up in my introduction. Homesteading takes someone who's willing to push back against societal norms and the idea of conforming in all all things. And that's what I love most about this movement is it attracts the rebels. It attracts the mavericks. And my friend, if that's you, you are not alone. I don't care if not a single soul in your local area doesn't understand why you're doing what you're doing you're still not alone. And there is a bunch of people in this modern homestead tribe who totally get you. They just might not live next door. So connect with them with the wonders of the internet and social media and know that you are in good company and continue right on with being your rebel self because people like us are the ones who change the world. And that is it for today's episode Don't forget to hit subscribe so all new episodes will show up automatically in your podcast player. This makes it a little bit easier for you. And if you found today's episode helpful, take a screenshot of it or take a picture of your notes and tag me over on Facebook or Instagram with your revelations. Thanks for listening, friends. We'll catch up next time on the Old Fashioned On Purpose podcast.